Alrighty there. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sending you a picture of my face hearing the conversation. <laughs> I um, unfortunately I was not recording. Oh no. <laughs> Look at your bandana. Yeah, I got I got I, I'm I'm loving. Are you recording now? I am recording. Yeah. All right. I'm the. I love bandanas. Um, usually, when I go on vacation, I'll wear them. You know, it'll be bandana weather, and I'll I'll keep it in my hair so it keeps the hair out of my eyes. Better, better than a baseball hat. Mm-hmm. If anything good comes of this plague, it'll be my adoption of daily bandana wearing. I mm-hmm. just you know, it's easy to use. Keep it around my neck, and then pop it up on my face. I know you're there's competing dialogue whether or not you're supposed to do that but you know i'm pretty much by myself all the time anyway so it's really just to keep me keep me uh straight in the building you know so um i'm i'm really happy and maybe when this is all over i'll just keep wearing uh bandanas who knows it'll just become your new your new uniform i mean yeah uniform is so formal (laughs) i mean i don't i don't think so Really? Doesn't it doesn't it just mean one form uniform? U- uniformal is what you're saying. I never said formal, but right. But I said formal. You said no. <laughs> but it's got form in the name. He's walking away and talking. You still there? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got all that. Well, that's good. I don't think we could use any of it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not the show. No, it's not the show. No. But seriously, Lopez, Mm -hmm. do you feel that the uh, the the NC Dinos are going to make a real push for it this year? Um, they looked they looked pretty strong. I didn't. They've won their first three games. Yeah, I didn't watch the rest of that game yet. Um, I left it wherever I left it, like the third inning or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really, I'm really digging Korean baseball. Basically, here's how I do it: I press mute and I watch it. See, I watched the first game on mute just because, but the second game, I found it just as entertaining to see Carl Ravitch and what Fernandez actually. What, what they were talking about. Because one, they were both awake at three in the morning to do this call. So you realize that they're like completely not with it to begin Five. with. I mean, 5.30 a.m. I think is when it starts, like when the broadcast okay. starts. Right. So they have to get up and get ready and stuff. That's what I'm saying. You're right. Yeah. So they were doing that. And then how much of it is devoted to actually discussing what it will take for the U.S. to get back up and running with baseball and what they can learn from the Koreans. and Yeah, they're talking about everything that's not the game. Well, yeah, I mean, they they pepper in some stuff. I'd like when they bring in the actual people who are playing abroad. I thought the the interview with Adam Jones was really 
was really good. I, Adam Jones was like really entertaining. So I, yeah. he seems he seems like a legit nice guy with with some good insight and everything. Oh yeah, I, li- I listened to that entire thing. I a hundred percent wanted to hear what he had to say. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you know he's a, he's a he's a normal dude is what he and, is. And then later in the game, they they talked to one of the uh, I think it was one of the the Twins players. It might mm-hmm. have been a Dino. It might have been a Dino player who uh, who's a, a U.S. born player who was who was playing for that team. He just wasn't playing that day. Is he so, like one of the younger guys? No, I think he's he's one of the ones who played for the Phillies for a minute and then and then oh, went, yeah. went abroad. I think they have, they have two players from Philly on their on their team. I love that. Yeah, I love that they when did you see that thing? It was it was part of the Dinos game. Um, they show the the four U.S. players. These they're like these are the players you can expect to see who you will know. <laughs> it's right. like yeah, yeah, just like four guys. Well, they're, they're, each team is allowed to have three foreign-born players. Yep. Um, so I was keeping track of that. And they um, typically get paid more. That's what they were saying, yeah. Mm. Um, but then I started thinking, too, because they made a point of saying that all the teams are named after the company that owns them and yeah. not the, the, like the province where they're from. Right. Which... I, from what I heard when Ravitch was saying it, it sounded like it was like kind of a dismissal. Like ah, they, they aren't even like they like they aren't even named after the cities. They're named after companies. Like it sounded like it was bad or something. Hmm. But honestly, I think I bet it would be better to be owned by because none of the people who play for the teams are from the localities anyway. Right. So just have it honored by uh, another another larger company and. Maybe they'll get better benefits. Maybe they'll get better, like, minor league benefits and stuff like that because then you'll be an employee of IBM or something like that, you know? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. It, I, I know, I, they, they would find ways not to do it, but I'm saying, like, in a perfect world, it would be nice if that was an extension of, like, like in, you know, like, that's, like, they used to have, uh, they used to have company leagues and stuff where, mm-hmm. like, before professional baseball was super professional baseball, that's, you know, Wrigley Field and all that. Like, like the people who owned... Baseball teams were companies and fire departments and factories and stuff. Yeah, like that. I mean it's a tradition that like still lives on really in a lot of in a lot of professions. My uncle was a he worked for the New York Hilton for years and he played on their team. Yeah. So um, it's it's definitely a thing that still happens. Um, the thing that I was going to say, um, I think I think everything you said about Korean baseball so far is pretty much spot on. I. Uh, I thought they said that one of the teams wasn't owned by a corporation, but then when I went to go look at them, I couldn't find out which one it was. All right. Well, let me let me list the teams for you. All right. I, I won't remember just off to- the top of my head, but hold okay. on. Before you do that, he, in the other game that I watched, the game that I watched in full, um, which was the Twins versus... Oh. Was that the uh, Twins Lions? No, that was the Twins Doosan Bears. Sorry. That correct. That was the Twins Bears game that I watched. Um, the the he he didn't come across as uh, as as being um, he didn't say it as a negative thing that it was owned by companies. He was just saying it sort of like as a matter of fact. Um, it it was uh, and then listed all the companies and like kind of explained what they do and. One of them, he was like, everyone's heard of this one. And, right. <laughs> and, it, yeah. it, and it wasn't Samsung. And I was like, has LG. everyone? It wasn't LG either. It, it might have been Doosan. The Kia Tigers. 
the Kia Tigers. All right, so you're going to name them all? Yeah, here we go. So, uh, Dusan Bears. Dusan Bears. Hanwha Eagles. Mm, okay. Kia Tigers. Okay. Kiwoom Heroes. Okay. KT Wiz. Good. LG Twins. Hmm. Lot or Lot Giants. Mm hmm. NC Dinos. Mm hmm. Samsung Lions. Mm hmm. SK Wyverns. A Wyvern? Wyvern. Right. Okay. Is that an animal over there? I don't know. Everything else is an animal except but for I, a hero. But I think uh, the dinos and the uh, the lot giants are both three and zero right now. Start the season. Hmm. It's a it's an interesting league just because it's so like you play each team so many times. Right. And the thing that I've sort of seen, do. You, do you see like their expressions sometimes? They're like they look like they're having fun. It looks like it's a legit game. Like it, I mean an actual game. Like they're yes. having fun playing it. Yes. They don't put on airs that it's like serious the business or yeah. right. They don't they don't have like a like they don't look like they're just like nervous and like sometimes like like there's no there have been no tense moments of just you know what I mean? I and I watched that first game after the first inning, I had to mute those fucking guys. And I was like, I'm watching this game and I'm just like, this is a relaxing game. These guys are smiling and they're like talking to each other. They're like giving elbow taps. Hey, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, nice. and, and they, they also look like people too. Like, I mean, like if, as far as baseball goes, the players in baseball are going to look the most average that as as far as athletes go, mm-hmm. but, but these players look like there was one who one who's nineteen years old and five four, and he's like <laughs> he has a huge following it uh, on 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 his team because right. it's his, his rookie year. He's nineteen years old and five foot four. Right, that's cool. Did you um, see the? I think I think the guy plays for the Twins. Um, his last name is Park. He's like oh, that narrows it down. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. Korea. Um, he he's like the um, oh my god. Um, he's like the hitting the hit king of of Korean major yeah, I saw, ba- major baseball. I, I, I saw him in the di- in the game today. Yeah. He wear he wears the weird glasses. Oh, maybe that we're not talking about the same guy. But I did see the guy who had just like full frame, not athletic glasses on. Yes, it's that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so so that right, so that guy has like the 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 80s and the the hipsters now have reconquered the the like 80s um like single line bridge that goes over to join the two uh ovalish lenses. I'll post a picture somewhere. Um anyway, I I thought that was hilarious and this guy's just also the dude's Enormous, like you can see his stature at the plate. I don't know if he's just that much bigger than all of the other guys. Yeah, but but the guy's huge <laughs> in comparison to everyone else. The other thing that I found weird is they didn't always put the pitch speed 
Yeah. They, they're putting it like sometimes, and I'm so used to, you don't realize what you're so used to. You realize to, you know, like I'm used to just taking a quick glance. It's like checking your blind spot or just checking your peripheral vision or something. You, you just take a quick glance at what the speed of that last pitch was because it helps you determine what the pitch that was thrown was. You know, so if the if the announcer's, you know, talking to people all around the world, which is what they're doing, you can actually just determine what the pitch is based on speed and the break or mm-hmm. the lack of, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I, I uh, so you've watched already more than me. I've watched two. I mean, my first impressions was is like I see a lot of talent on the infield. Yeah, like they, they can turn a double play or or get the ball from third to first really really well. Yeah. I've seen some struggles in left field, a lot. Anything that's hit deep, it, they seem to have trouble. And I don't know if it's just the four teams that are the three teams that I've seen, mm-hmm. but um, and I also haven't heard much about the stadiums themselves. If they're if they're larger or smaller or easier or harder to hit, and I don't know if it's windy or whatnot. But whenever it gets hit the left field, I always see the the left fielder kind of uh, more often than not struggle to catch that. Right. The yeah, it's hard to tell if that's like a being able to see the ball um, or or what it is. I, yeah, I um, these guys have cannons for arms. Uh, most of them, I've seen a lot of really good throws. Um. It's hard to it's hard to judge it with like out the lens of Major League Baseball. Well, they try they constantly try to compare the the teams to teams you would know or players to players you would know. I'm not all about that at all. I don't want so, I don't even want to think about that personally. So they use like you know <laughs> they kept comparing the catcher to like T.J. Realmuto and uh, yeah I don't like it's it's one thing to say that but like. I don't know. Put up a graphic that shows them side by side or something. You know, so let's see how that goes. Yeah, and they just don't have the stats for these people, and they don't have the tech to do it. They just haven't. It's it was such a. It's so clear that it was like a a last minute like let's cobble this together thing. Yeah, they've like they waited. They're like, well, maybe next week it'll be fine. Maybe next week we'll have baseball, and then they're like, we're not gonna have baseball. All right, get these guys. Yeah, which is kind of great. I really, I hope they're. I hope that uh, these guys are enjoying it. I feel like, how cool would it be if they like? Obviously, they have international scouts and everything like that. But what if like one of them actually starts getting screen time on a national, international level, and then like gets an MLB career after it after like a year or something like that? This is that's going to happen. I, you are a hundred percent on track here. That is, there is no doubt in my mind that that's going to happen. Because some of these guys, some of these guys are talented. You can see the the talent. It's not even just like that they work hard, which they also clearly work hard to be good and accurate. And yeah, seeing them turn plays is like I haven't seen enough. Everyone kept on talking about the fucking bat flips. I have not really focused in on the bat the bat flips yet yeah I've, I've only seen one that they kept showing on replay but like yeah i mean that's that's something where when it was happening in the majors in in, in american baseball like 
everyone was like, oh, you got to be respectful. Oh, you got to have some pride in the game. Don't be a showboat and stuff like that, which is all, you know, coded talk and, and shit from old white men. Yeah. But, but it, but all of a sudden they're like, they're talking about like, they're talking it up in these games as like a spectacle to watch, you know, like watch this. And then, so hopefully that comes over too. That'd be nice if that was an update to our game. Right. And like celebrate it and not just like take it as an attack on the pitcher or something like that. So then you have fucking Trevor Bauer throwing a pitch in your eye or something after you do a bad flip. Right. I mean, actually, did you see the replay? I saw only this on a. I saw this only on replay. But did you see the replay that they showed of the of the pitcher hitting the batter on the hand? Uh, I saw it happen. I didn't see the replay though. If I'm not, oh, you saw it happen. There was it was, one, the, it was the game last night, right? Was it the game last night? Oh, so that means that I walked out of the room at that very so. moment, and I was watching it on replay. I thought they were cutting it to a different game. Anyway, the didn't it look like the pitcher ran to make sure the guy was okay? Uh, I don't remember. I feel like I saw that. I could be mistaken, but I feel like I, it looked like the pitcher ran to like be well, like. Yeah, it seems like yeah. There's it doesn't seem like there's a lot of animosity there because I saw a guy get thrown out at first that he tried to hoof it out and it was really close. And then like when he was walking away, he was like like audibly and like physically like he was laughing along with the shortstop who turned the play. Right. Like this like is the yeah. This is the part of the game that is cool. That's cool. That's. All the bullshit that happens now in the MLB, well, not now, but, like, usually in the MLB. Right. That, like, I'm going to get you. Like, that's, no, we don't want that. No, we want people to be happy. Like, think of what a good fucking example that sets. Yeah, I mean, it's like. Like, these guys are role models. They they sell it as, like, a competitive uh, personality trait or something out here. But it's really just, like, you know masculine posturing or something i don't really i don't know how to explain it because it's like they're just playing the part because they're supposed to hate their team or whatever but like in two years they could be playing for that team so what are we doing here what's this farce that we're all buying into yeah it's the culture is just so so different and um yeah i'm glad you i'm glad we both picked up on the same thing it's like it's clear that it's clear that i wasn't just uh it's clear that it's real, like this camaraderie between just the players. I mean, maybe it's just sweet. Like these guys are just like, this is the coolest life we could live. We live in South Korea and we're professional baseball players, you know? Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that, you know, I mean, South Korea has clearly always been pretty ahead. They're very much, you know, in tow with Japan in terms of modernity and all of that shit but I you know with so many people on that peninsula I I can't imagine it's easy to like do you know what I mean like I can't imagine it's easy to, to just be like that person who like you don't have this American dream that we all have that we're all like in high school and thinking that you know we could be professional athletes do you know what I mean yeah like it's a different it's clearly a different thing. Well, I'm curious um, too what their what their actual player shelf life is. Like how long do they play baseball and then afterwards do they just get a, like a normal job? 
Yeah, who knows? I mean, that guy who's the the hit leader has been he's forty one. Okay, but he he's clearly like the anomaly. He's the Yaramir mm-hmm. Yager of of the of the KBO. Like he he should not be still playing, but he's just like he's a legend. He's a living legend. Everyone loves him. And it seems like the Twins are like the. Doesn't it seem like the Twins are like the Yankees? Not the way they've been playing. No, 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 no. They, <laughs> no, they, they, no. But I, it looked like the the Twins were like uh, the team that you would want to play for in terms of like maybe LG has like the most money or gives the most money or something. I don't know. But I, don't, I, I feel like the Samsung Lions probably have the prestige there. Yeah, maybe. I mean, all right. So what? So what are we doing here? We we gonna be we're gonna be a KBO podcast from now on. <laughs> well, well, we'll just give you the updates. You know, this the is our updates, pivot. the standings. Yeah. Any this, any major trades? Yeah. Our pivot is we do part of part of twenty nine twenty eight just becomes KBO podcast. Listen. It's it's a it's a sport that's being played right now, and I understand it a lot easier than I do uh, finish baseball. So that's true. We'll just keep going with the the KBO and see see where it takes us. All right. So follow up on that. Thank you for giving me that segue. Um, I got this package in the mail last week, and uh, you were very eager to have me open it. I didn't know. What very to, excited. I very didn't know excited. what to expect at all. And uh, it seems as though you have taken the liberty to print stickers. Yep, we got our first uh, our first promo merch. Yep. And uh, I I tweeted out today that uh, anyone who wanted um, stickers could just DM uh, the Twitter account, which is twenty nine or twenty nine twenty eight dot digital, um, and. If you're into repping us, um, pretty much this first patch is just going to be on the house. We're going to let those suckers go. Yeah, Promo I'll, merch. I'll, I'll eat the cost on that one. Yeah. Um, I'll eat the cost on the shipping, considering I have uh, an endless <laughs> supply of stamps. I w- I, I'm still for them sending you a prepaid uh, prepaid postage envelope, like you used to do in the old days with ordering stuff from the back of magazines and shit. So you they can send, send me a prepaid yeah. postage envelope. That would be fine. Yeah, and then you just pop the stamp back in there. You send it back to them. Easy peasy. Mm-hmm. We could do that. You just want this to be analog as fuck. I think I think that's pretty neat. And then, then we can have a scrapbook of all the uh, envelopes that you were sent. I keep too many things as is. I uh, those those scrapbook envelopes would go straight to you. That's uh. That's something I'm, I'm, I'm very good at at uh, holding on to things. Let's say. You say envelope. Uh, what did I say? Did you say Enve- envelope? Envelope. 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 Yeah, envelope. Okay, I'm glad we sorted that out. <laughs> In flames. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Shit, man, I don't know. How's how's Vermont? Oh, Vermont's great. Okay. How's your how's your how's your weird, you know, COVID world and whatever? I don't know, man. I oh I, I got I went to get free test today. Oh, did so, you? 
so made the appointment earlier in the week and then drove to an abandoned mall, essentially, because they can't have malls open, and then uh-huh. dro- drove through a parking lot through cones, much like if you were like going to a sporting event or something. Okay. Took about 45 minutes to get through, but like only four minutes to do the test, and then drove off to work. So, so in th- they- three to five days, I'll find out if I have it. Cool. Did they? I don't, I don't. I don't have any symptoms or anything, but I'm just. They always talk about asymptomatic and stuff, so I'm taking a look at that because if and when they decide to start opening the office again, I just want to be prepared to be like, oh no, I got tested. I'm, I'm okay for now. You know. Got it. I mean, that's the thing that they decided to do is just offer free tests for every California resident. They started it. I think they announced it last week. And yeah threw it up on, on the site and if anything it's just gonna increase the amount of information they have so i'm glad to contribute to that if it helps uh track yeah, and and stave the bleeding you know was it uncomfortable the test no it's on it's an oral swab now it's not a nasal swab oh that's much better so you're supposed to cough five times to stir up your lungs and then just uh run the q-tip on the inside of the roof of your mouth and everything does someone in a hazmat suit collect that? They're they're all wearing PPE, and then the last person, like there's a person that hands it to you, there's a person that waves you into the section where you're doing it so you're not holding traffic up, and then when you're driving on your way out, there's a person in PPE, and they have like a four-foot uh, reacher like mm-hmm. a, if for handicap or for old people, and they reach in, and you, and you give them the envelope, and they grab it with that. Hmm. That's so it's, it's it's analog, but it's uh they they had it pretty well set up. That's cool. That's so weird, man. The times we are living in. <sighs> Unreal. Um. Oh, I had uh I had follow up. Okay. From one of the drunk episodes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which, that first one turned out pretty good. I posted it today, and after listening through it three times and with your input, uh-huh. I, I I got it kind of refined, I think. I have... I've listened to it a lot already. Um, the, whole, the whole thing, or...? No, like... No, like, what ended up being cut as the first episode, I've listened to that a lot. Okay. Um, the The correction I have is, I was alive for all of the Super Bowls <laughs> because I was listening to it, you know, whenever it was like a couple nights ago or whatever. And I was like, what the fuck is he like? Cause you were clearly getting distracted as you were looking up all this stuff and you just let me overrule what, like whatever you were reading. Cause you were just like, Whoa. I was in, I was in Wikipedia overload. Yeah. 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 You were in Wikipedia mind. Which is just like when you just read through whatever. And I'm like, well, clearly the 1986 is not. And I didn't understand that 1986 means the 1986 season. Not this, not when the Super Bowl took place. Yeah. The Super Bowl took place in 87, which right. means that I have been alive for every single New York Giants Super Bowl win. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's the that's the correction. That's the only that's the only one. Everything else in that episode perfect. We didn't make a single fucking mistake. I think it's going to get uh, exponentially greater the deeper we get in those though. 
oh, oh yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna get worse. It gets worse. It gets worse real soon. Like real soon, it gets worse. Um, I'm getting pretty sick of everyone just being lazy with their their TV shows and making Zoom their preferred format for what they're broadcasting. I'm tired of seeing Parks and Rec do a reunion of it. I'm tired of seeing late night shows do it. I'm tired of seeing anything pop up where it's just a head in a box with shitty audio and poor video quality. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense to me that we're living in in an age that's like easily 10 years into YouTube people figuring out how to make good quality videos Mm -hmm. with professional sound and good lighting Mm-hmm. from their home with a small crew and everybody's struggling to uh, like update their systems to create the same product mm-hmm. or a similarly similar similarly uh, uh, qual- like a, a product of a similar quality right so you have like all these high paid celebrities and whatnot and like rich executives and everyone making this content in whatever is the easiest, least technological way they can. Right. This should really be a time where people are are embracing the existing content that lives on things like YouTube and Twitch and whatever other, ever other streaming platforms there are. I because, mean, because people have people have figured it out, and it's been sitting there. And people may not. There's a whole group of people who watch content who maybe didn't watch content on YouTube before. Right. I mean, there's well, okay. There's there's ups and downs to that, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Um, because because like, you can't expect talent of a TV production level to understand how to use a camera or set up a microphone or light a scene or things like that. But right. there are. 18 and 20 year olds who have there are 16 year olds who have been doing it without a flaw for the past five years right it seems like we're at a turning point where like the structure of entertainment and television should go one way but the people with the money are still forcing it to be the other way I mean, what you're talking about is super interesting because you're saying that there's all this content available and you're telling people to I'm, I'm inferring this but you're telling people to leave their comfort zone of what they know and what they're used to and instead instead of you know um w- whether it's people whether it's people who watch certain media or whatever like watch a office reunion on zoom meeting or whatever the hell you're talking about because i haven't seen any of it and i don't care of course not yeah but 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 whatever it is um i mean the the show the office not an office meeting um did that come off right or did i say it like an office meeting like anyway i understood you from the first thing you said so (laughs) (laughs) the one with steve carell anyway what i'm what i'm saying is there's so much great content. And what you're saying is there's so much great content that exists. What if instead of people and, – and don't watch something you've seen before, right? Like right. watch something new because well, there's so much content. It's – it's yeah, it's the same thing that we did with Korean baseball. We had a hole in our, in our you know, day-to-day and we found a solution for it. 
Yeah, we found. Well, unfortunately, we, unfortunately, we had to we had to wait until Disney and ESPN bought the rights to Korean baseball. But a week before that, I was texting you and Bill trying to figure out how I could watch previous seasons of Japanese baseball on YouTube or something like that. I was about to start watching Japanese like archive versions of of Japanese baseball because I don't know what the outcome is, and that would be like there would be crowds there, like it could be completely released to me and because i have no frame of reference as to who wins or what they play for or anything you know yeah you literally texted me let's get into the like last season of the nippon league and i was just like yes that sounds perfect like they should have been doing that anyway that's what they should have been doing but this space has existed of small isolated productions where it's just one content creator making high quality content Right. And yet we're settling for familiar faces or familiar uh, familiar uh, show titles, you know? Right. Just because that's what NBC is giving us doesn't mean that that's what we have to settle for. Right. And I mean, I haven't been, I mean, to be clear, I haven't watched anything on TV until Korean baseball last night. I have not turned the TV on. Like... I found out that I had a... You're getting uh, real defensive about this. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. I haven't had any reason to... I, I've been too busy is my issue. And I know a lot of people haven't been. If I put a list of all the things you say on podcasts that you don't ha- have or aren't aren't aware of, yeah, it, it would it would fill an entire episode, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, just just going to do a super cut of you, you <laughs> responding to me saying something to you going... I don't do that. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't go there. <laughs> a lot of times I'm I'm just being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> because it makes you angry. It doesn't make me angry. It's just frustrating when I'm trying to prove maybe like a a uh, or pose a uh, a abstract point by using for instance like Dunkin' Donuts, and then it spins off into 20 minutes, where, where I have to take a stance to, to to that I don't even believe in about Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> just to get you to come around to accept my premise that I'm doing. Well, I still don't agree with the premise, but I I I can respect you where you're coming from. I just feel like everything else. It's everything's better in smaller batches, so. Yeah, oh, to- uh, that that's true. That's true. I didn't disagree with that part of it. Which I think my over overview uh, that I was trying to describe probably overshot that uh that thesis. That's fine. That's 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 how everything is. Um can I ask you a stupid question? Yes, sir. What do you wear for sunglasses? Uh I have a pair of Ray-Bans that mm-hmm. are they're full frame. They aren't, they aren't like the wave uh, waveforms or whatever. What, what, what were those? Wa- wayfarers. Wayfarer. They're uh, they're closer to like kind of almost like an Oakley shape, but not as extreme or or, or Guy Fieri. It's uh, all right. They're rectangular and then they're just black frames. I'll send you a picture when I when I get them. All right. Well, it won't be light here, so I won't put my sunglasses on. So I won't send you a picture of mine. What do you What do you rock these days? This is why this is funny. So, every once in a while, I go through these like uh, these little, I guess, shopping sprees. But they're like little shopping sprees to like buy 
usually used stuff. Um, so I don't know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go long story short, or I'm gonna say that, and then it's gonna end up being longer, probably. Anyway, I wear Wayfarers, and I like the big old iconic Wayfarers, the ones with the slant. I've ne- like I, I think it's my face or something. I've never liked the way those either sit on my face or look at my face. They change them, so there's there's a couple things going on with them, and they're they're kind of like I don't want to say no two are ever the same, but like a lot of times they're kind of I don't know I don't want to say you know you get different materials, you get different. Um, hardnesses of plastic here and there. You get different finishes and they just are completely different sunglasses, even if they're the same um, model sunglass, you know, uh, of sunglasses. So anyway, the way this happened was I bought a pair of Wayfarers because I broke, um, I think I, I broke a pair that wasn't mine. It was Kim's. And I was like, well, whatever, I'll buy a pair. So I bought a pair thinking I could be replacing hers. And this is like, you know, going going maybe a year and a half, two years ago now. And you do that thing when you've had a couple beers and you're just like on eBay and doing whatever and you just bid on a ton of shit. And so I ended up buying two pairs of sunglasses that, that day. So that was fine. Um although it wasn't because they were both my size and they didn't fit her, so they didn't act as a proper replacement for hers. So I have to kind of keep doing it. Um, but one pair came, and they were the, the newer style of Wayfarer. There's like a, a thinner, smaller style of Wayfarers. Um, and then there's the classic pair and I got a pair of those too but those were marked as new but the price was ridiculous it was like 60 bucks and I was like these are just knockoff wayfarers but I really liked them and I wore them for like up until a month or a month and a half ago and then I was moving I was wearing them outside working and I put them in my pocket for a second and then I was carrying this huge heavy thing and someone had to like move the other end of this big heavy fucking thing. And it was also like kind of awkward to carry. Is there a roof for a vehicle? Um, and the roof slammed into my chest, which broke the glasses. And I was like, well, fuck, you know, and I was pretty pissed because, you know, they were nice glasses and I really liked them and I had looked for them again to see like if I could just follow the guy in eBay to kind of like snipe out whenever he, you know, finds his, you know, glasses that fall off of the back of a truck or whatever they are. And I couldn't find him. And so I was like, great, I have to, now I'm going to have to like cough up real money to like replace these sunglasses. And I was like, wait a minute, like what's the warranty on Ray-Bans anyway? I'm like, no, they're not, they're not real Ray-Bans. They're fake Ray-Bans. So then I do a deep Google search, like I do this deep dive on how to tell whether your Ray-Bans are real or fake. And I keep going through the list and I keep verifying all this stuff and I'm like, no, these are real Ray-Bans. I just have a real pair of Ray-Bans that I got for 60 bucks. 
So that's crazy. So I wonder what the warranty is. So, of course, how would I ever get a warranty if I bought a pair of sunglasses from some third-party guy on the internet, even though they're new and there's tags and there's pictures and all that? I'm not going to get a warranty replacement from Ray-Ban, am I? Well, the answer is yes. Apparently, I do get a warranty from Ray-Ban. I sent them a screenshot of the purchase date I just like screen grabbed that little section of the eBay window, which is the invoice, making sure to crop out the part where it says eBay. I sent that in. I sent photos. They asked for all these specific photos of like the temple and all this shit. And they're like, yeah, you've been granted a free pair of replacement glasses. I'm like, oh shit, that's amazing. Um, and they're, they have this crazy backend service of like support of how to go through the process of replacing your glasses. It's either that or you get a discount on buying a new set of glasses or whatever, right? So I go for the, I go for the replacement. Well, wouldn't you know, it's the absolute most nightmare of, you know, processes that has ever existed. And I've only since working at this job where I have to use my skills to work for the company and not work for myself. I used to not give a fuck. Like I would be that person who would just be like, ugh, it's just $12. It's w worth my time to just ignore the fact that they sent me a jar without a lid and I'll just, I'll forget it. I, I don't care enough. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've talked about uh, valuing your time or valuing your money. Right, and this is no different. Except for when I'm getting paid, you know, I want to work hard for my company to make sure that they get every last dime because that's what I'm getting paid for, you know? So I've taken those skills that I've honed from doing that and I set it right on uh, Luxottica, which is the um, parent company of Ray-Ban. It was crazy because... Have you ever done this thing where you're sending an email to like this general email? Like literally anyone can answer you? I have, yeah. So you're sending an email like, uh, this is my case number, these are the glasses I'm looking at. And you get an uh, email back from Stacy, Lindsay, Michael, Jordan. You get, you get all these different... Michael Jordan? <laughs> you got an email from Michael Jordan? <laughs> Oh, just derailed always. <laughs> ah, why did I have to say Michael Jordan? <laughs> anyway, I get an email from Michael Jordan and, you know, they're not on the same page as any of the other people. And one person says one thing, another person says another thing. <laughs> And finally, someone's like, actually, your sunglasses aren't even in stock. And I was like, but they were in stock. I like, I know the ones that like you replaced, the, the ones that were broken are not in stock. I'm air quoting in stock because it's like a refurbished only stockpile that they're pulling from. They're not pulling from brand new sunglasses, right? They're pulling from their, this is what we have in the, these are replacements warehouse, and 
that's fine. I, I'll, I'm taking those. Happy to take it. I'm happy to get a free pair of glasses. This is what it comes down to, right? I'm happy to work for my free pair of glasses. But they didn't email. They like, I, you go into this portal, you pick the thing, whatever. And they didn't email me for like a month. And I'm like, I sent in my old glasses. They have like this prepaid label. You send it in. It has a tracking number. It says when they're received. It says they're received by Jordan. Michael Jordan received them. And in 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 uh, somewhere in Georgia. And uh, th- then I just wait, right? I wait a month. And I'm like, whatever. I, you know, do they think I'm just going to forget and that they just, it's over? They probably do, right? Um, granted, I understand it's like COVID times and you got like fewer people doing the same jobs and I'm sure it's hard for everybody and everyone's doing different shit, but like you have set up this system to work in a way that is like giving customer service. However, the end result means that your customer service sucks and everything's going to be epically more frustrating for the individual who once purchased your items, right? And the other thing is, do you ever feel like you have a good experience doing something and when you have a good experience doing something, you feel like you should patronize that company more often? Well, I think a company the size of Ray-Ban and like you said, Luxottica, like Mm -hmm. they're of the size where they're running the numbers on is it worth it to make this person happy or is are our odds with us that he, he's going to stomp and hold his breath and demand his money back or an item back, but in six months he's going to end up buying the glasses anyway because we're the best game in town type shit. Because I think Luxottica owns like all the sun, like, Ma, like Maui, like every sunglass they own at this right. point. So they, I, I think they're in a position where they don't have to give a fuck. You're telling me they have a monopoly. Basically, yeah. But they also have the luxury of playing the numbers on the amount of trouble that a person is going to cause for them versus their footprint on the market that they're that they're owning basically right i mean this all makes sense so anyway i i write this email finally and i every single time i do this thing because again i've learned this from work but i cite all of my shit Here's my number that you gave me for the replacement. Here's my number that you gave me for the shipping. Here's my number for the... You can look up all this stuff and know that I've played by your rules so far. Why aren't you playing by your own rules now? Right. Balls in your court, go. So finally someone gets back to me and she's like, all right, clearly you're an issue. I'm going to take you on alone. (laughs) And we're going to play this game where you write to me and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to write to you every time. I'm going to address it to you, Christina, every time because that's the only way I'm going to get this to fucking work. We have a couple back and forths, which is hilarious because it's still going to this generic email. So it's like everyone on this list can just read all of my like insanity and I love it. I just want all of them to be like, whoa, this guy sucks. Um, but basically, finally, she's like, yeah, you can get, you know, this pair of sunglasses or this pair of sunglasses, and they're completely changing the glasses. So it's like, I can't get the um, 
I can't get the the old school style Ray Bans. They can they can only replace them with the new style Ray Bans, and they will only replace them with the new style in an equivalent um, lens size. So like uh, the previous ones were 54 mils, so they can only replace this with the the smaller size lens with uh, or the smaller size frame, which is the newer style Wayfarer, with the 55 mil lens. So whatever. So finally, you know, after like probably a month and a half I finally got a shipment notice yesterday that was like alright we sent your glasses I'm like holy shit like <laughs> how much work do I have to do to get a fucking replacement pair of glasses that I don't even deserve <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway on that note and this just like I, I had to deal with this shit again today but I had to deal with it for work I'm the guy who people go to when they need something specific and it's not something that we buy normally, right? So in this case, um, a book. Because they're going to do a book review in the magazine and all this stuff and they're going to read it and, I don't know, whatever, and talk about it. So the editor of the magazine said, hey, can you get this book? Usually that's super easy. I just call the publishing house I say I want X number of these please send them to me they send them and we send a check and it's over what I found out today was that this book company that I'm dealing with is called Author House they're a self-publisher so the books are printed on demand right so the books have to be prepaid okay no issues maybe um, we'll just do that. Well, and admittedly, I kind of dropped the ball on this. I like let a week go by because I didn't have the time to call this person because she's just like, just call this number. And I, the first time I called the number like a week or a week and a half ago, I couldn't. I was like, what? Somebody picked up and said, oh, I'll transfer you to the, to the, to the whatever. I got transferred. And then I got hung up on. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'm not even... And then I called back. And I think I hung up because something came up and it's just too long of a wait. So anyway, I did it again yesterday. Admittedly, like a week and a half has gone by now, which is like, that's too much time to go by between saying you want to order something and ordering something generally. Um, But I go in... And what I'm finding out by talking to this person, the same thing happens again. I get transferred to another person. I'm talking to this other person who's clueless. And he just sounds like, he just sounds dumb. He sounds like he doesn't understand their systems. He doesn't understand what I'm asking. And he's asking me for a sales order number. And I'm like, I don't have one of those. I have a Performa. And he's he's like, yeah, I don't I don't know what that is. And I'm like, okay, great. Well, it's your crazy company that gave me this form. So you should probably learn what that is. So anyway, I get disconnected again. And I'm like, ugh. And then it's the end of the day. And I leave a message on their machine, which is asinine because 
it's still within their operating hours, but it goes to a voicemail machine. Okay, fine, no problem. We have this cool feature now where we all of our voicemails um, on our internal systems get sent to our emails in a, uh, a WAV file. So I can listen to my voicemails anywhere, anytime, which is great because I never used to listen to voicemails before and now I just can instantly because um, they basically hacked it and gave us fake visual voicemail. Um, so this lady calls me. This lady is like, oh, you just have to call this number. And I hear her accent. And it's the lady who's transferred me every time. She's like, you're supposed to call me here, and I will take the payment. And it's, I guarantee, it's the lady who's transferred me multiple times now to her invoicing office. And I'm like, I, what is going on with this world? It's like everyone's like, pass the buck, pass the buck, pass the buck. No one wants to do any real work. Can't you just get like an electronic version of this, this book? Do you need it printed? No, we live in like the 18th, 18th century here, dude. We have to have a printed version of the book because we have to sell the physical copy of the book. But if you had the electronic version of it, couldn't you just print it off and put it in a spiral bound or something like that? That's illegal. Well, not if they're not actually selling it, do you? If you... <laughs> I mean, if, if it's impossible <laughs> for them to give it to you, then you have to get it somewhere, right? Yeah, we do that for for no longer available items that are out of print, sure. But that's just for you know, I don't know, shop manuals and shit. We don't do that. We don't do that for you. Wouldn't do it for a book that could be published or could be in print. Um, that is moderately illegal. Um, so anyway, I'm on the phone today. Again, I get the voicemail. I'm like, I'm going to lose my mind. I call back immediately. And instead of getting the voicemail, now I get a person again. And it's not the same lady as it was all the other times. And she transfers me again. And I'm like, oh, God, this is happening again. I'm going through this. And I get the same dumb kid again. I shit you not, I get the same... Because he says he mumbles his name and it's like Tim or Tom. And the reason why I know it's Tim or Tom and no one knows what it is is because he ended up transferring me. And I talked to a lady and she's like, oh, yeah, that's what Tom said. Oh, I'm Tim. That's what Tim. So she also was like, what is this kid's name? He must just be new. <sighs> so anyway, Tim or Tom is like, Oh yeah, I don't, I don't. I give him all the same information as before. I'm like, look, we have the pro forma invoice again. Same thing. He doesn't remember. Okay. And he goes, I'm going to transfer you. And I go, okay. What accent are you doing, by the way? Where, where, where are these people? I'm calling the Midwest. Okay. okay. I, they sound. It, it, like you're doing like a Hispanic or a Far East thing. I'm not really sure what you're doing. That's my generic, um, not exactly sure who this person is or what they are. But now actually. that you said Midwest, are you doing like a Fargo type thing? No, we're not <laughs> doing Fargo. No, 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 no. This is so the first lady who transfers me every time, she does have an accent. And it is something like, 
I can't say what it is. I can't I can't judge what these people are. They're foreign, but they're not like that foreign. You know, it's like What does that mean? Like she's lived in the United States a long enough time to have like decent command of the language, except for she's just a soft talker, which is not not the type of person should be on the phone. So she has a slight accent and she's a soft talker and it's killing me. And I have the, 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 the voicemails. I can send them to you so you can hear what she sounds like. I don't need to hear them. <laughs> well, I want you to know what what voices I'm doing. Now, Tim or Tom, I have no idea if he's just... I know he's dumb. And I know he's young, too. And he's a mumbler. But he might also be like this lady's son or something. Is like uh, this is the vibe I'm getting. What if it's you just know? the lady doing a a, a young boy's voice? <laughs> I don't think that's it. Oh God! So Tim or Tom, he is just like, I am going to transfer you again, and I'm like, okay. Can I just say that, please? Here's what I said. I said. Is this person you're transferring me to in the same building as you? He said, yes. I said, good. Can you call them first and get them on the line and then make the transfer? Because I got hung up on before and I don't want that to happen again. Because it's like, and I literally said this to him. I said, it's like a, it's like a glitch in a video game where you can never win the level. And I keep dying. And that got his attention. He likes video games. He must. He's a young, dumb person, so... That's my judgment, yes. Yep. Have you thought of not printing the electronic version of the book, but maybe just creating your own audiobook and reading it, and then giving people that MP3? (laughs) No, it's not happening. And then then you could, like... Sell it to them. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then maybe you like do the are there illustrations? Is it like a diagram book? I don't know. I've Could, never read it. Because then you would need to draw them from memory or explain them audibly. Yeah, so you got a picture, there's a chassis, and then there's this uh, looks like a tie rod on one side, and then it looks kind of like a frog on the lower part. <laughs> No, nope, that's not going to happen. Oh, my God. Anyway, I just, all I'm saying here is, why does customer service have to be so shitty? And I didn't even get to the good part, because I told the longest story in the history of the world. The good part is, I get the lady on the phone finally who's going to take an invoice from me, or take take a card number from me. She goes through this super tedious list of asking me all of this shit, okay? Who I am, my company, yada, 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 yada. I give her the name. What's the name of the person on the card? I gave her the name of the person on the card. Was that person there? Uh, yeah. It's the owner of the company. Well, can I talk to that person on the phone? I was like, well, not really. They have another job that they do, and it's COVID times. 
and I doubt they want to talk on my phone. And then she's like, well, if they are in the building, I, I need to speak with them. And I just put the phone down and I walked into my boss's office and I said, I've tried so hard to pay these people and now they're asking to talk to you on the phone because they want to verify that you're the card user. Can you please just talk to these people quickly? And she rolled her eyes and was like, what would that possibly do? She's like, you could get any person and put them on the phone. And I was like, I know. And I when I when I hung up, she just yelled from her office, that was the stupidest thing I've ever done. <laughs> and it's like everyone in the office was just like, what is this? Like what are these self-publishing weirdos? That's really strange. Dude, it's so strange. What's the, what's the name of the company? Author House. I need to wait until I get all of the product first before I badmouth them on the internet really hard. Which is fine. I mean, this this episode won't come out for a couple of weeks. But Bloomington, Indiana. Yeah, dude. I told you, Midwest. I They pissed me off today. And they're not a normal vendor, so I can talk. I can, I can badden out this fucking company all I want. They are horrible, and it's all of these fucking plant companies, shell companies within companies, sort of bullshit. Like, it's like, oh, you want channel sales, and I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe I guess I want channel sales, which is there like a division or something, and um. I'll send a picture of the invoice to you because, or the pro forma, because the pro forma um, doesn't have any of these companies on it and is a is another company altogether. Um, if I go into anyway, it's just it's fucking ridiculous. The problem uh, with these companies, such as AuthorHouse.com, is that they are aimed at the unwary. They quote how easy it is to publish your book and make sales. But what they don't tell you is that you do not own the rights to that book. What? What? So They take the rights to your book? Sounds like it. Uh, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pull up the invoice and it says This is how sketchy this shit is. The invoice on the top it says Content Distributors Incorporated. Hold on. Can I, can I read you this this author house? Would I, should I use them again? Yeah. The process started out pleasantly enough. I spoke with Mr. Dow and submitted my work. It was sent to the production team, and a few days later, I received the first chance to see their work on my book. I was shocked. The story of small Italian community based in a beach on Long Island Sound in New York State was given a cover with a palm, with palm trees and a surfer at the beginning of each story. They never read the book or the short synopsis I had written. I called Buddy Dow, and he and I picked out an, an appropriate picture of a beach scene and vintage cars mentioned in the story. 
I had to add to a resubmission to add some pictures. Again, Buddy Dow to the rescue. He paved the way for my pictures to be picked up in the mail room and had them added. My next conversation was with Miss, Mr. Kevin Brandt. He was the marketing person who explained all the pluses of marketing. It was expensive, and after a while, he reduced the price with the promise of a refund if I chose to request one. The implication I got from our discussion was that marketing was necessary to get my book on the internet. That proved not to be true. When we spoke again, I asked for the refund. After some discussion, I was given my refund. Mr. Dow was my advocate in this, and I'm sure his involvement held sway in that decision. I hold no animosity towards Mr. Brent, however. When I asked if he read the book or the short summary, he answered in the negative. How can one tell a person he's a good writer if neither the summary of the book was read? If neither the summary or the book was read? In the end, Mr. Brandt is a good salesman. In conclusion, I must add that I found Mr. Buddy Dow a man of integrity and possesses what I call the milk of human kindness. Okay, we got to read this book. What's have, this book called? I have called? made up my mind that to use the House of the Future, I leave it to you, the reader, for your own decision. What the fuck? What is his book called? I don't know, but there are multiple reviews on whatever this trust pilot site is that just praise Buddy Dow. What? Oh my god, what's the guy's name? Does it have his full name, please? For the book? Dan- yeah. Daniel no. Palermo. Oh my god. Daniel Palermo book. Daniel Palermo obituary. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> it's not him. He's from, uh, oh, here we go. Sound Beach by Daniel Palermo, That's author up. house. Sounds right. April 27, 2020. Does the cover have nice uh, beach scene and classic cars? Uh, I think Author House's website is not responding. It's taking a very long time. Image not available. It's just a blank book. All right. Good job. <laughs> Sound Beach. So how does Bye. how does this story end, Lopez? Which part? Your your book story. Did you get the book? Well, they have to print it now. Oh. I mean, I need to find out what this book looks like. Oh boy, don't don't write all those words and then uh, and then click images. It's not great. Um, nope, lots of dead people. This guy's book doesn't exist yet. I'm looking at it right now. Sound Beach. What? Sound Beach. Send it to me. How'd you find it? I typed in uh, Daniel Palermo author house book. Damn it. Oh, there you go. Sound hey. Beach. Yeah, that would, that would make a nice 2928 logo. Uh. <laughs> wait. Nice, nice t shirt. The silhouettes? It's just... Oh, no. It was, it's just a beach scene. Damn it. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Daniel Palermo, Sound Beach, Author House. There we go. You oh, that's just every pic... That's just every picture of, like, Cape Cod. The summers of my youth. <laughs> it looks like Cape Cod. It is. It's absolutely... You're gonna get ticks if you walk through that grass. Do you get ticks there? I was always told you get ticks in the tall grass when we were at Martha's Vineyard. Hmm. Um, 
So yeah, this is a podcast we do. Yeah, it is. It's called Twenty Nine Twenty Eight. We just talk about bullshit and look at stuff online. Yep, that sometimes happens. You can participate if you so choose by reaching out to us on Instagram, Twitter, Gmail, website. Mm-hmm. We have stickers if you want stickers. Yep. Everything's twenty nine twenty eight dot digital. Yep. So you can find us on any of those. Yep, that's numbers two nine two eight dot digital. Um, definitely tune in next time when we talk more about Korean baseball because that's going to be our new thing. That is going to be our new thing for sure because we are the types of people who enjoy having sports in our lives. We're going to know more than Ravich by next week, easy. Oh, super easy. God, we did you go to that guy's uh, that guy's webpage? No. <laughs> did you see that guy who came in? That guy. That guy got uh, COVID nineteen made a name for that guy who's been running the Korean baseball for American people. His website, which is like kbo.net or something. Like, he's been running this thing since the early 2000s just in vain. I wonder, could we get Korean baseball jerseys with 2928 on the back? I don't see why not. I'm going to look into that. That'd be pretty sweet. Did you see that? Did you see any players with numbers over 100? I don't know. I wasn't looking at the numbers. I always got distracted by the characters on on their on their back the, for their names. Their writing language, their mm-hmm. written language. Yeah, yeah. Did I ever tell you that their written language was developed by scholars? I'm pretty sure there's a, that's in an episode from last season. Yeah, it's amazing. That's like one of the coolest things. I'm glad I've t- I'm glad that's that's already recorded in the 2928 archives. Oh, there you go, man. You you. New to, to put it in the uh, in the archive. Yeah, super super cool. Um, anything else to say? I think that's an episode, man. Oh, that's that's an episode, including all of Nick's bullshit. I gotta figure out what we're doing with Nick's bullshit. That's a, <laughs> you should probably just that's cut an Easter egg I'll put somewhere. I mean, that is an Easter egg for you. Sous le
Jamais je ne 